What up? What's poppin'? What's going on? Episode one two four, baby. Yeah. Oof. Let's get it. This we started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna cut this one short, man. It's fucking late. It really is, bro. <laughs> yeah, we might. We, we just we'll be a short one. We'll make it fun. Listen, we'll make it, it fun. I, me and Juan had about two podcasts before this one. We sure did, bro. We we we. Just, we so stupid. We, we gotta stop doing that. We gotta, we gotta just start recording the minute you walk Let's, through the door. Yeah. Bring the liquor in here. We're gonna make the drinks in <laughs> make the room. It the t- you right. And then just hit record. Yep. And then we just edit down those four hours to like a good hour of <laughs> To what's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what what won't get us thrown in jail or whatever. <laughs> Yo, welcome back, everybody, to the Carpet Women Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks. Talk about things going on in the world. Try to focus on things making an impact. Whether they be good, bad, or otherwise, hit them with this deliciousness of the day, please. Man, we we, we took it to one of our favorites, man. We just doing an old-fashioned this week with some Buffalo Trace. Which, uh, if you haven't had Buffalo Trace, man, it is a great bourbon. And uh, the price point of Buffalo Trace. Now, I think we talked about this on here before. It like $27. $27 is wild. Buffalo Trace is so it's good. really good. And at that price point, it's like a no-brainer. But uh, yeah, man, old fashions. Uh, uh, my drink of choice. I love old fashions, so uh, I-, I love making these. I could drink this Bro, every day, man. I'm really mad because I can't make them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to like write it down. I for tried, you man. So you can do yep. it, man. I just need to videotape you doing that. <laughs> yeah, shit. oh yeah, video because I have so many variations of it. Um, but there's some definitely that are better than others. But like, yeah, I I, I love I love old fashions, man. So like, uh, I'll try to explain it out here. I do two ounces of the bourbon. Yeah. I do a, a bunch of dashes of the orange bitters. See, that's it right there, bro. It's, it's, it's it a bunch. It's a bunch. Like, I don't know how to, like, some people be like five dashes. It's definitely more than that for me. So I, I don't know. I, five I dashes just, of each? Of each. Like orange bitters. Let's just go with that. Five dashes of regular Angostura bitters uh, or aromatic bitters, whatever you want to call it. And then five dashes of orange bitters. And then uh, half an ounce of simple syrup. Yeah. Um, and then I like to do. Wait, the, I, I was watching your simple syrup pours, bro. It's more than half. Shit is suspect. It's yo, it's bro, because I do it it's to like, taste. It's like half a shot. <laughs> it is. Right? It's half a shot. Yeah, yeah. So what is that? Three quarters of an ounce? Yeah, what is it? What is it? Is it shot? One point five. Shot is one point five, I is it? think. I thought it was two I ounces. Don't know. I don't know. You might be I right. Care. I don't know. Listen, do, do, take the shot glass and fill it in half. <laughs> <laughs> With simple syrup. It's you know it's funny, bro. I'm becoming one of those. You know how old folks never give you the recipe yep. or nothing, like right? They'd be like, I just sprinkle the salt till I till I feel it. It's all go by feel. Bro, one time I had my wife explain to me how to uh, make rice mm. in like the rice pot, and she goes, Well, you know you have enough water when you can stand the spoon up. Oh, yeah. And I go, What? That's some old Puerto Rican shit, right? And it's a metal spoon. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? What do you mean stand the spoon up? And she goes, oh, yeah, it stands up. Yo, not for nothing. It does, it right? fucking spoon bro, stands up, bro. I'm telling you, yeah, listen, cooking in a Puerto Rican household defies <laughs> physics. <laughs> My grandmother was like that, bro. We try to learn how to make the rice or learn how to make anything. You watching them, and they just like, they just pouring shit in there. And you'd be like, how much? You'd be like, huh? I don't know. Until it yeah. feels right. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means, bro. <laughs> like, what are the measurements? That's me making an old fashioned. I just be like, I know what it feels like. The Puerto Rican old fashioned. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I, the simple syrup, and then what I like to do, man, is uh, the cherries, which you did the bada bing cherries. Ooh, I like to take delicious. a couple of bar spoons, so like say three bar spoons of the syrup that's in the cherry juice, yep. and I like to throw it in there and mix it in with that. And then I'll muddle, we muddled uh, uh, like a wedge, like an orange wedge, and we muddled uh, a cherry. 
in there as well. And then we stirred it up with ice and poured it in a glass with a, a big ball, a big cube, whatever you got. And uh, garnish, really important, garnish with an orange peel. Uh, the, the, the scent of it just hits it differently and it just comes Shit off. Is good. Man. Yeah, man. I've done these with a uh, little berry. Day, man. I, I, sometimes I'll swap out the, uh, the simple syrup for maple syrup. Try that. It's good, too. Um, but yeah, man, I, I love old fashions. I'll put it down on the IG just, just to, uh, to, I think we've done it before. I'll go back and look if it was a yeah, recipe. Yeah, we but probably yeah. have, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I love it, man. It's my go-to. I can have this every day. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. My common footprint is going out to Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. Okay. Kenny Smith. Okay. Kenny the Jet. Kenny the Jet Smith, okay. former player of the Houston Rockets. Listen, people. I had a hard week at work this week, and uh, Kenny Smith brought a smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you did, too, when you said, I need a drink. I was la- like, yep. <laughs> Last night, I was, I was watching the Cavs game. It was Cavs against uh, the Lakers, and um, at, during the halftime show, if you guys ever watch, it was on um, TNT. So it's the NBA on TNT. If y'all have not seen this clip, Go on, go on Twitter, go on the hashtag NBA on TNT. Kenny Smith has this thing during their halftime where he, he, he usually goes up to like the big screen and he does like a play-by-play and kind of explains stuff, right, and, and breaks plays down. And then occasionally either Shaq or Sir Charles will try to like go up there before him. So in this instance... Shaq gets up and tries to race him up there. Have you ever seen Kenny Smith run? And they always race, yeah, yeah. Kenny Smith runs like a 72-year-old yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it must be all the knee. You know I was going to say, is it the knee surgeries? It or has he's to had be, bad bro. knees, right? Yeah. It has to be. Because he is slow. And he's the most athletic looking one of the bunch, which makes it hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, bro, he starts to. So Shaq gets up to go and he sees Shaq. They start to run up to the to the to the big screen, and it's the studio's decorated um, with Christmas, and this is like twenty foot tree. Kenny Smith pushes Shaq into the tree. <laughs> he fucking falls in like like below the tree, and he's buried. Bro, All he's you like see face first. <laughs> All you see is Shaq's feet hanging out. <laughs> It looks like a cartoon. Bro, I could not stop laughing. It was one of those things where, you know, you know when you have like those long, stressful days and then you you see something or you hear something that just makes you laugh like uncontrollably. And you just needed that too. And you just needed it? Like, exactly. You probably, if you had a good day, you probably wouldn't have laughed at that as hard. Right. But you needed something to break through. Oh, And it just gets you. It gets to you, man. Yeah, listen, typically I try to go with a carbon footprint that is, that is, that is like, you know, like, leaving a, a, an impact on on the planet or on a group of people or whatever. But God damn it, I need something to make an impact on me every now and then. <laughs> Kenny Smith, you did that. So salute to you, sir. Dude, I would say I I think this does make an impact, man. I think as uh, obviously mostly men that watch that show, or, you know, or, or anybody actually, I, I could say. But um, the best, I think, pre and and during game uh sports show on tv i I don't think there's a better group of people who do analysts and yeah and i think there's those guys all just signed contract extensions for that show so good for them hopefully we're gonna get it for a while but you know charles barkley ernie johnson kenny smith shack 
Um, and I didn't originally like Shaq on there actually, but I I think he's like as as it's gone on, I'm like actually he fits really well with yeah, that group. Yeah, he really does, man. And that's such a fun show to watch. Like sometimes I'll watch that and I won't even necessarily watch the game. Yep. Like I'll watch the pregame like of that and then I won't pay attention to the game. But like I like the just the banter. The positivity. Sometimes they'll do stories on like Ernie Johnson, you know, and he's got like, you know, his family and all this stuff. And it's just like, to me, man, it does. You're right. Like I, there's several times where, you know, maybe you had a mad day or whatever and you watch that and they just make you laugh. And yeah. and it's a cool thing, right? Because we want to watch sports and you enjoy that. But then being able to do it with like a group of guys that it's like you're shooting it with the homies and you're just watching sports and talking shit yeah. and pushing each other or whatever. I'm like, that's a cool hang, man. So I would say that's impactful, man. Because you you know how many people had days like what you had and that and it made them laugh. Like you weren't the only one yesterday who that changed oh, their day. Yeah, There's no way. I was, because I, mean, I was even I, like, calling my wife out there. Me the meme. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think you sent me the video. Yeah. And like two or three people sent me the same video, and I'm just like, and and it's funny, man. Some of them weren't even people who I know watched that. They were just uh, like, shit. it was funny, like, and they just sent it over to me. So like, definitely, I think impactful because again, like, who who was in the funk yesterday and needed that laugh, and then just yeah. So I, I think, man, it's it's it's, it's like so in the true, spirit man. of the show. I didn't think about that, and and it, and it is true, and and I think that those guys. You don't even realize the impact that you have on people sometimes, man. And, and I've even heard people that listen to us sometimes will go, will, will like bring up whether it's a different episode or a certain topic that we go on. And they're like, yo, like when you guys talked about, you know, X, you know, I never thought about it that way. Or that was really interesting. Or that was f- super funny. Or what, you know, whatever it is. And man, it's it was. It's just one of those one of those spaces, man, where I felt like over the last couple of weeks, I've been working really long hours and um and in the evening, like I'll sit down and watch TV and I just don't want to be bothered. Like I literally just want to sit there and just veg. And it was one of those moments, like you said, I just I just needed that like icebreaker. And then it just I just I probably laughed harder than like you said, like than I would have normally. But that shit was funny. So Shaq goes in there. They go over there. They pull Shaq out. Two of them get up. I think Ernie and 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 Charles get up, help him get up. He's great sport about it. Yeah, he's laughing. They go to come. No, no. Then Kenny goes up to this because he beats him. Right, he goes up to the screen. He does this. Thing. They replay him pushing Shaq. And it was even great, man. Next to the tree is this big red bag that says Shaka Claws and it has <laughs> fucking gifts in it. <laughs> But he's breaking down. He's like, yep. And I saw Shaq and I knew, you know, he was a big dude and he just needed like a little shove. There's a lot. It's like a freight train coming down there and a little shove. And, oh, man. He does like an analytics yeah, on yep. the whole on the show. Whole shit. That's awesome. And then when he came back from commercial, they show Shaq. He has glitter all <laughs> over his face, bro. Oh, man, it was the fucking best, bro. Uh, it was so good. I thought initially, I'm like, oh, man, is Shaq being a good sport and he's really pissed? But then I go, you know, maybe their relationship is good to where they're Correct. like. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because like you say, he was a good sport about it, man. He was like, oh, it's on. I'm going to get you. So yeah, I'm curious. he's like, like it's So now I'm going to watch because I'm like, I want to see where it's going to go. Because if Shaq shoves Kenny. <laughs> Kenny go I haven't thought about that. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> what, that shows in what, Atlanta? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Is if it? Shaq shows Kenny, Kenny ends up in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like, oh, show some Milwaukee now. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's so good. It's yeah. a fun. I think, yeah, he's a, it's, it's just, oh, man, yeah, again, I think as people, we watch TV, and you just never know what's going to get you. And sometimes, man, these people on TV who are put there, to obviously, to entertain you or inform you or whatever it is, it's like, you just never know, man. And a little moment like that, you said, it just make or break. Yeah. Your, your, your and back evening. to your point, man, on the, on the, the like, the, the cast of the four of them, they're not only informative, but they get into it too. Oh yeah, man! Like, like they, they get, get they get like they get personal sometimes. Oh too, yeah, man. especially Where, Barkley and Shaq. And Shaq will go, yeah, oh, they'll go God. at it, man. Where you go, this ain't gonna last, but it works. But man. It works. It works, and I think it works because Barkley strikes me as the kind of guy that you can take. I don't want to say shots at, but you can get into it with him, and he doesn't take it personally. It's like. You know, it is what it is in the moment, and then he can sort of move on from that. Like, yeah. he doesn't hold a grudge. Like, um, when they talk about, like, like winning championships. Oh, my God, they rip them. Shaq will be like, bro, you don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, bro. you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you, you never won a title. You never won a title. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You, know, get, you can't talk about that. You can't do it. And he just goes. <laughs> and then you'd be like, what is Shaq saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't be understanding half the shit he says, bro. Every time they ask about analytics, he's like, or, bro, he never gives any, like, real meaningful insight. He'd be like, you know, players know, players know. This, this ball is in the locker room, and then there's people who's like, you know, people know. He's just not a ball player. And you're just like, the people in the locker room know. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Shaq? He'd just be mumbling and shit. You know, you remember in school when you had that one slow kid? Who was funny as shit. Everybody liked him and he just hung out, but you knew he was a little slow. Yeah. That's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> and he does such, and he's a, a guy who's so hard to root against because he does so many good things he for does, the community man. and he's, he's entertaining dude, and he's a good dude. Uh, and it's hard to hate him. Like, I find him so hard to hate. Like, I, I've never have. I, I, I've always liked no, I like Shaq, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 um, I didn't like him on that show initially and he's grown on me over time. I'm like, no, nah, it works, man. Because, because of the dynamic whip. Barkley and they're giving him shit about the titles and and he's so different from the rest of them right yep. like you get really meaningful insight from Ernie Johnson and then you get Kenny's usually like you know the middle ground and then you get Charles Barkley who doesn't give a fuck he just says anything he wants and then you get Shaq who's just like yeah yeah ball plays no like he's just like it's like it's just like a good balance man it's, 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 it's nah that's awesome it's a great man. show so, man. that's awesome the, man shout out to the NBA on TNT if you guys haven't seen the show um, definitely check it out. Those guys are definitely entertaining. Yeah, man. And they go viral all the time, too, man, on, on like Twitter and on IG and all that stuff. So, man, good for them. And good for Turner, whoever owns that now, recognizing that. And I think I, I'm pretty sure all four of them just got locked in uh, on contract extensions and stuff. And realizing what they have, man, that's such a good group of people. I love watching that that group. I, I, I you know, the other one I like is like the Sunday, the, the football one that has like Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan and those guys. But it's not as good as this group. No. And Terry Bradshaw is, is is something wrong with him? Yeah, he's had he's fought like two types of cancers now in the oh, last okay, like thing okay. or something crazy. So he's he's been going through it. Um but the group isn't as entertaining as this one. Like I think that's no, one with Jimmy Johnson not. and Terry Bradshaw yep. and Michael Strahan, those guys. Uh, it's a good show, but it's you know, and it's the other sort of iconic sports, I guess, group during and after a game or whatever. But it's not like this, 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 uh, these guys yeah, from these TNT. Man, awesome. I, I, I love watching these guys, man. Yeah. So shout out to them, man. That's awesome, dude. All right, what you got, man? I got, I got, um. Yeah, so my carbon footprint was is, is something that like I, I feel like it's like the beginning of the future, and it's um. It's the whole, you know, the police force in San Francisco has requested um, to uh, the ability to use robots or to have their robots use lethal force. 
And so they have robots. So they have robots. And you know, like sometimes SWAT will send in a robot and it's like a bomb, you know, thing or yes, like with a camera yes, or whatever. Yep. And so what they're asking for is in extreme circumstances, we're not going to arm it with a gun, but like maybe explosives. And they go, you know, want the ability to be able to like roll it in, um, you know, maybe like a hostage situation or a guy barricading himself or whatever and have hostage the robot. situation and go and blow everybody it up. Everybody blowing the fuck up. <laughs> They're like, we're going to kill him and everybody with him. But I'm guessing it's armed with like a way to like maybe direct the impact towards whatever. But so they're asking for the ability to do that. Or maybe they just don't want to get close to a target or whatever it is. Um so it, it initially they requested it got approved and now they're saying that they're sort of like barring it I, I guess they're uh, I guess pending maybe further review which which makes sense further review and maybe they want to vet out like yo here's when you can and can't and what are you going to use like provide us with the I, I guess all the details of like what kind of technology yep. you're using what are you using and all that um, but I think this is the way like uh, dude. I, inevitably we're all moving towards ai in every aspect yep. of life and like maybe you don't want ai robots making a decision on life or death and doing that no but if it's controlled but right but if you want a controlled thing where you take a police officer out of harm's way and you have the ability to do this i'm like i don't see why not i also think it's inevitable like i think you know like robots are replacing every other job why not this and if you can remove the human element of you know, I'm looking at like warfare, like they've moved to drones and stuff like that. Like if you can take the human out of that dangerous situation, why wouldn't you? And so I think obviously you want to work out kinks. You want to make sure it's safe. You want to make sure these things don't go rogue, You whatever it is. But like uh, I just saw that. And I'm like, man, I feel like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you know, we're going to be the old guys going like, I remember when there was cops. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Or, you know, like when we had to pull out a gun and shoot the, the target and now there's going to be I, robots. Dude, I wonder if. So if it's not your if it's not your life at stake, right? Are you more reckless? If you're the one controlling the the robot, are you then more reckless or not? Like I said, I, I don't know. I, I think that there is something to having a, a human, human behind it because case in point, uh, what was the, the the school shooting in in Texas where they brought in all those police oh, officers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and no one did anything. Or, or they didn't do anything in time, right? Yeah. They, could, they could have probably saved more lives had they taken action. If they have robots, are they taking action sooner? Right? So in that scenario, maybe it's maybe it's better. Yeah, and I had to use this word, but it's like if you're a coward and the robot gives you that layer of like the, security. Right. Yeah, do you do like and then but to your point, does that make it better or does it make it worse? Because, I think it just depends on yeah. the situation. Yeah. yeah, 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 right. It's a case by case. But, right? And it's also dependent on If it's what? like hostage, right? If, it, if it's sort of hostage, like I think in the school shooting was a little bit different because the guy was killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a hostage situation where, you know, do you have less patience for negotiation and you just go, listen, I got a I gotta laser beam shot on this dude. Like, yeah, can like, we, just, can we just stop it? yeah. And I'm impatient like that, so I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, blah blah blah, pull the trigger. <laughs> so don't give me the controls to that shit. No, that's a good point, man. And then, but and then I wonder if that's also why you sort of take your time and do you develop guidelines on like it must meet this criteria. And I know some of that or a lot of that is going to be subjective, right? Because someone's going to go, oh, imminent threat or whatever, you know, whatever that that criteria is, and then those things are going to be subjective is like, do you wait till someone pulls out a weapon? Do you wait till someone is like so far gone that you're like, not nah, this dude's going to blow up everybody. In this-. You know, I don't know what the, so I'm sure they're going to have to come up with some type of criteria. Um, 
But yeah, I could see both scenarios, man. I could see a scenario where you save a life, but I could also see a scenario where maybe you risk some and something happens that you, again, a human wouldn't have because I think it's different, man. Like, you know, like if you're in a hostage situation or you actually, let's take that out. If you're in a, uh, uh, I, I don't know, you're, you're talking someone off jumping off a ledge, right? Like it's different if you're face to face with this person right. and you're trying to, you know, the human element of like, hey man, you know, uh, of having that sort of conversation face to face. Whereas if you send in a robot in that scenario, because maybe this guy's like threatening to go crazy and then jump or whatever. Right. And then maybe with the robot, you're like, you push him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, because you're just so disconnected from that, from that human element, because I think you can apply that to, to anything, right? Like, like even work wise where you go, man, you have the remote thing versus the face to face thing. There's a different feel. If I have to talk to you and see you in person and see you face to face and doing all that, when it comes to like layoffs or any of that, where you go, if you're just numbers on a screen, it may, makes it at least a little easier to become disconnected from you that way. Like, yeah, no, it's true, man. So, no, I mean, that, I think it's good. It's obviously something something new. It's probably good that they took pause mm-hmm. and and try to vet this thing out and make sure that they're doing the, doing the right thing. Um, because I, get, I think it's just based on the, the scenarios, man. You would want to handle things differently and have the right person in control of of those robots that are gonna. You know, follow those guidelines. Yeah, and I think it's inevitable. Uh, that's one of the things I loved about the story. It's like, you know, I, you, there's there's like sometimes when you see a story where you're just like, oh man, twenty years from now, thirty years from now, that's gonna be the oh shit, I It'll remember when norm. that started. Yeah, yeah. So and I, and I feel like this is one of those things, especially in this climate where with police officers, where you're um, where we're at now. I think on both ends. I think if you're a cop, you're a little bit apprehensive right now, or if you're thinking about becoming a cop, maybe you're a little apprehensive right now, or um, you're in this weird position because your life is sort of in danger every day, but because of the climate, you're, yeah. you know, like maybe you hesitate, like, does this give you, you know, comfort? I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know, like, man. Remember, have you seen that movie? Uh, I think it's called Eagle Eye. Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah with, with Shia uh, Is it with him? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Ethan Hawke. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Am I, I thinking about the wrong I know what you're one? talking about. No, no, no. You talk about Ethan Hawke with the drone. Yeah, yeah, it's not called Eagle Eye. Um, That's different. Okay, okay, sorry. It, it, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. So where he, where he controls the, the drones from, like a trailer somewhere. Yes, yes, I know. Those, what you're talking about. Yep. Let me um, the name of the movie. And and in that one, so essentially, if you guys have not seen this movie, and, and it's, it's not Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye is with Shia LaBeouf. You're right. Um, but Ethan Hawke plays in something, and Juan's pulling it up here. He basically flies drones over the Middle East and and bombs targets and and it's and, and he, essentially he's killing people, and it's it's a it's a really good portrayal of like, you know, it's almost like he's playing a video game. That's um, what it, um, exactly but then what over, it's like. But then over time, it starts to fuck with him mentally because he's realizing like, not only am I killing people, but sometimes I'm killing children, sometimes I'm killing women. And just innocent people that are that are just in the vicinity, because sometimes the target is 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 an important target, and his superiors are telling him take the shot, even though there are innocent people in the surrounding areas. It's called good kill. Good kill. No, that's it. yeah. It's a he's a drone pilot. He begins to question the ethics of dropping the bombs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the description. Yep. Yep. Good kill. So I wonder if 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 this you know like. You want to take, I'm glad it's taking pause because you have to look at that element of it, you know, it's not a video game and, and, and preserving life has to be sort of your first, um, 
your first priority. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, yeah. Anytime you're just talking about removing the human element, there's uh, there's an empathy and that that we have, and there's a feeling that we have that a robot doesn't. And and you know, I think one of the good things about this is that it isn't sort of AI making the call; that it is a human still doing right. that. But then, to your point, what you don't want is that disconnection because you're looking at it through maybe a video feed or you know. So yep. hopefully, they can iron that out. And I, you're right. I'm glad that they're taking the time to sort of vet this through and see this through, because I do think there's positives in here as well. And there's also things to be concerned about, right? And especially as a citizen, right? Like I don't, this shit malfunctions and I'm walking down the street with the robot that's supposed to be heading somewhere, you know, and I'm sure they'll iron that stuff out. But, you know, you also, as a citizen in a a city that uses this, you want to make sure that you're not sort of uh, in harm's way. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Dude, I got to tell you about this shit, bro. There was... um, this kid speaking of you know killing people or potentially killing people this kid bro this 10 year old kid in milwaukee i don't know if you heard this story or not killed his mom the the reason why he killed her was he asked for the a vr the oculus vr headset she said no the dude goes, the kid goes, grabs like on, and and the I guess the mom had had a a gun in in a lockbox, but I guess the kid knew where the key was. She's like down in the basement doing laundry. He goes and grabs the gun, goes downstairs to the laundry room, points the gun at her, and the last thing that he, I guess he remembers her saying was just like, "Hey, like, what are you doing with that? Like, you gotta put that away." Shoots her, point blank. Gets better, bro. After he kills her, he goes on Amazon and buys the Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get me this VR. One he way. goes and he buys the uh, fucking Oculus. That's bro. better than what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, like, he goes on there and buys an urn. <laughs> <laughs> goes and buys the Oculus. At one point, holy shit! And and I don't know how long this goes on for, but I guess like the grandmother, you know, like the the, the family sees that the, that that the the mom is dead or whatever. Tells the grandmother, "Hey, like I'm really sorry about killing mom. Did my Amazon package come in today?" What? Yeah, bro. I don't know what kind of fucking twisted. I don't know. Like you know so what? So they hadn't even didn't even know yet. The I guess at that point, um, no, I think they knew, but I don't know if the police were involved at that point or whatnot. Anyway, the kid is being charged as an adult. Is being held in the juvenile detention center for like fifty k bond. They interviewed the grandmother, and the grandmother was like. Yeah, like this dude, the the kid was always um, a little off. Um, She talked about um, the kid having like, like other people, like talking about other people in his head, talking about um, young girls in his head that he would call, we refer to as his sisters, talking about um, an elderly woman that was in his head, talking about like an unpleasant guy, man that was in his head. Um, she told a story about the kid one time filling up a balloon with like, with like flammable liquid and then, and then lighting it on fire in the living room. Holy shit. 
they had a dog and he, she said that he would take the dog by the tail and spin it around so, so this, this kid was fucked up yeah the gate. bro this dude was i was you know what when i when i read this article man i thought about jeffrey Dahmer. i was literally just gonna say what Where the fuck you? is going on in milwaukee <laughs> jeffrey oh, Dahmer that's right. dude that's <laughs> was, right i forgot it he was that from there yeah and it's already and hard. i know we didn't have party hardy party hardy <laughs> And I'm I'm glad, and I know we didn't have this as one of the topics, but it's one of the things I, I have been meaning to talk to you about because you had recommended the show. We talked about it on here, mm-hmm. and I did watch like the first five episodes of it. That's what I'm on. I think uh, I'm on episode on, six. Okay. Um, yeah. What the fuck, bro? That is that's so true. That does remind me because when you started talking about it, I went, oh, it's a little Dahmer-esque in the like the signs were there the whole time, right? And and I think the, the well not I think the, the mom had him in therapy yeah because she, uh, she would get constant complaints from like the school about his behavior she had him in therapy um, according to the grandmother that she was like yo the the mom knew that you know that he had some issues and was trying to help and and address him and stuff but man that's just like you know I I, I saw that he's being charged as an adult and. Everybody's mind is oh, different, man. right? So as a, as a but ten year old, ten bro, Oof. like I have, I have two fifteen year olds and and a, and a thirteen year old, and I could see my fifteen year olds if they do something like that being charged as an adult. I could see that, like I think that they're at the age where I look at them and I go, like, "Yep, you knew better. You knew better." Damn, at ten with at a mental 10 illness, with with, and I don't, yeah, it's like, I mean. But or, but but are you just or are you ten and you're just fucking nuts, bro? Like forever? Yeah, like I think right. Like his condition is not getting better, right? Unless he's medicated and has some therapy and whatever. Like if you're hearing voices, like what, right. is, is that going away? No. Like, do you remember um uh, that movie, uh, A Beautiful Mind? Yes. Which is I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. But. Even after he kind of gets help and he and he realizes that 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 there's people the people in that he's seeing are not real. At the very end of the movie is is a dope part because they go like, "Yo, do you still see them?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just I like I ignore them." So it never for him it never now he wasn't any he wasn't a killer or whatever like that. But he had if you guys have ever seen this beautiful mind this with um, Russell Crowe, fabulous movie. Yeah, really. Um, but this guy had three people that he would see all the time and and they would interact with him and he was schizophrenic mm-hmm. and 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 it shows through the movie that you know he ends up getting help and realizing that these people are not here and and i think the way that he realizes it like it really comes to him cuz he's a smart guy yeah and he goes they never age like as he was getting older He's like the little girl, still the little, little, girl. Still little girl. My 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 college roommate is still the same age as he was in college. I said that, that was kind of when he came to the realization. But you go, that kind of shit doesn't go away. And if this kid had that already in him, you know, without without being a an, an adult and 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 kind of being able to put those pieces together, does he? Does he ever get better or does he just cause more damage until at some point, hopefully he realizes? Yeah, man, that's fuck. That's so tough, man, because you you're so unaware right, right. of what it is that you're doing or, you know, or you think what you're doing is right. It's OK. And yeah. you're so disconnected from the reality of it all. 
Um, and then especially at 10, like you don't have, like at 10, you can't even begin to compute that what you're seeing maybe isn't real or what you're hearing maybe isn't real. You know, as an adult, you can sort of go, oh, this is a little off. Doesn't seem right. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. Right. But you can't even question that. And even time. as an adult, you sometimes you can't yeah. do that shit. And I can't even imagine what that's like to, um, like I've met people who have suffered from some form of schizophrenia. Yeah. And when they describe it to you, man, you're just like, I can't even begin to imagine what that's like. And then like how I would even handle that or what do you do? Because for them, like until they realize like there's something off, A, like it's like this weird realization where your world is fake. And then it's also this realization of everything you go Okay, is this real? Right, right. And so it's, and then like you said, then there's some people you question, who, you who question everything. Yeah, and, and then there's some people who who go, oh, I I know it's always the same thing, so I know that this thing isn't real or whatever. But right, man, like, fuck, dude. I, yeah, I, I I don't know how you'd handle that. How how would you even? I don't even I don't even know how you would sort of handle that from the legal perspective of if someone like that commits a crime like that, like that that heinous and like. Is that jail time forever? Is it? Yeah, right. And do you is it a hospital? Where, yeah, where do you put them? Yeah, I, if I you just, try him as an adult, where do you put him? And then you go like, his mom clearly knew some something. You know that things were a little off. She so she's passed now. What would she want? Right. I, I guess. I guess at some point it doesn't really matter what she wants because at some point you just deem this kid a dangerous to society. Mm-hmm. But as a parent, right, you would go, yo, like. You would you would have a you would have some empathy and more understanding of your own child and go like, yo, I don't want him to go to jail for killing me, like he just needs help. Yeah, dude, that it's funny, man. I was thinking about when I was watching the Dahmer thing. Uh, one of the things that really stood out to me was: is this the difference between an autistic kid, um? You know, like you get some autistic kids who are really super smart and maybe they they don't have the bad thoughts that go with that. Right. Like maybe their fixation becomes other things that are sort of positive. Right. But then you have an autistic kid who like and I know this I don't he's never been diagnosed or whatever. But I look at Jeffrey Dahmer and I'm like, okay, autistic tendencies the whole way through. Really? I felt like that way, but also you have autistic tendencies with the obsession becomes animals and then the obsession becomes blood and then organs and then ah, that sort of stuff. And autistic kids tend to fixate on certain things, right? Okay. But then it's like, is this what happens? You get an autistic kid who's socially awkward who gets fixated on certain things and then um, clearly has other issues, right? Like he's he's clearly sort of like a narcissist to an extent and he has all these other like psychopathic like issues wrong with him. But one of the things I found fascinating was like... He, Hey, he was almost relieved to get caught, and then oh yeah, and then he he didn't really try to like he lied obviously he covered his tracks while he was doing the crime, but after he got caught he was, he was very forthcoming book. yeah he was an open book and it was almost like he was I don't want to say too stupid but he was almost too like like again I, I felt like there was relief there and it was almost so like th- there's a line that stood out to me and I don't know if this is how real this was to the actual Jeffrey Dahmer story but there's a line that stood out to me in the um show which was when he's talking to the therapist and the therapist is talking to him about how he's getting like sexual satisfaction from squeezing the organs and looking at the organs and all this stuff oh, okay. and he looks at them and he just goes like 
oh that that that's a, and and the therapist goes like oh that's called this and here's why people experience that and he's like oh that's a thing like oh that there's a name it, for it it was there's a name for it and he was almost kind of like oh that isn't just me like this is this right and not and not to empathize with him right Be, uh, like because I know that was one of the knocks that I think a lot of the victims' families felt that the show sort of. Um, made him like uh i guess sort of gave him an excuse and, and i don't and i didn't view it that way at all yeah i looked at him as a fucked up person who just happened to do fucked up things because he was fucked, you know like but but while i'm looking at him i'm going oh this is this looks like an autistic kid who his fixation has just become this thing and then he has all these other sort of neurological disorders probably that sort of led to this and it doesn't excuse it but it's like all oh, these are the reasons it's never right. the excuse but it's like these are the reasons um and it was fascinating but Dude, and I gotta give a shout out to Evan Peters, who's a kid who plays Jeffrey Dahmer. And that shit, he that guy rushes that was, role, man. And he always gets stuck with the weirdo roles, man. Yep, that poor guy. He plays great. He, plays he great does play role. great. But man, in this, <laughs> from the accent, from that shitty ass accent, from that hardy, hardy. yeah. Hardy, hardy. <laughs> I, oh man, hey, hey Barb, yeah. <laughs> hey Barb, <laughs> and it, it just murders it. But yeah, it, um, fuck, man. I don't know. Like, if you're that kid, like, how do you? I don't know. Or not even if you're that kid. If you're dealing with that kid, like, I don't know what the answer to that is, man. Like, yeah, I don't know either, man. What it's kind of, faci- like- do we have facilities for that anymore? Because remember, the, like, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you had all these, like, mental facilities where people Well, were, they just put, they just shock you. Yeah. And then it just, like, but do we have the equivalent of that with, like, modern, I guess, solutions? I don't even know if those things are funded anymore. Because I feel like you used to see those all the time, the insane asylums. And then now they're not. You know, whatever they're called, something different. But I don't think they're right. as prevalent as they used to be. And they're not as like funded by the government as they used to be. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I know that growing up in New York, man, up in uh, I don't know if it's Ward's Island or Randall's Island or one and the same. But they had uh, like a mental facility over there. Um, but I don't know of one that exists. Me neither. And not that I ever looked for. Is that it. like right. if that's your kid? Is it is it on you to get him the help? Right, I guess it is to an extent, but then when something like this happens, is it up to the state? Like, do you put them in jail with other people knowing that, you know, I guess that's why you have these, like, insanity pleas, right? With people, it's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So, like, yeah, what do you do? What kind of facilities and are, those, are these facilities prevalent? And then do they help? Like, are these people, and then can you integrate them back into society or do you just go, no, you put them in this facility and you sort of find a way to make them... I don't know contributors to, to in, in whatever capacity they can. I don't yeah, know, man. I don't know, dude. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, good luck with uh, with uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, you guys are producing Damn. some some gems over there. That's it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Before we stray off on the cops, man, did you hear about the, the 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 Tampa, the police chief in Tampa? No. So she gets um she's riding around in a golf cart with her husband. Uh, I think they're, it seems like they're about to make a liquor store run or a convenience, they say convenience store run or whatever. Probably, That's a liquor store run. Yeah, it's a yeah. liquor store run for sure. It's the middle of the night. Yo, what, and, are, uh, what are you getting from a convenience she store? She gets, listen, man, you get a couple of 40s, <laughs> some Slim Jims. <laughs> Not even in Florida. You get, a, you, get, you get a quart. You get a quart. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> She's on her way for some Zima and some corn nuts. <laughs> Freaking... Um, she gets pulled over with her husband. So they're in a golf cart? They're in a golf cart, drive, okay. riding on the street. And, um, you know, I, listen, <laughs> the the adults in me looking at them and watching the video tells me they both had a little bit to drink that night. Okay. And, but I guess it's illegal to drive the golf cart on the street without proper, like, tag and all that. You have to treat it like it's illegal. Vehicle. If you are intoxicated, can you ride a bike? 
No. No, right? So you're not even allowed to drive the golf cart. Right. That's what I'm saying. But this so isn't why she's pulled over. They're pulled over by the tag thing. But when they're talking to them, I'm you like, all right. You have a tag for a golf cart? I bro? guess if you're riding it on the street with cars, Is that you legit? Do. I mean, I, yeah, I, you I can put a any, tag on a fucking golf cart? I've never seen it, dude. And I will tell you right now, I see people in this neighborhood ride golf carts every day. I've never seen the tag on a golf cart. But I guess Do they do it in the street to. or on the sidewalk? No, they do it on the street. Really? Yeah. And I've never seen anybody with a tag on a golf cart. But I guess if you're riding it on the road, you're supposed to. Okay. But it's. It's probably a warning. It's like, hey, don't do it. You right. Know? So the cop pulls him over. She pulls the whole like, hey, and, and she asks him like, hey, are you recording right now? And he goes, yeah. And so she's on notice and she goes, I'm actually the police chief in Tampa. And then pulls out her badge and shows the badge. And then, uh, you know, he's like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. You know, whatever. I thought you looked for me. Blah, blah. Yeah. Sort of lets him go. She gives him a business card and says, if you ever need anything, hit me up. Like, I'm serious. Like, hit me up. And then, uh, sure enough, he lets them go. And I guess in in typical in, in this typical situation, they would have probably let them go anyway with a warning, right. like, "Hey, you can't be riding this boat. Or Correct. Be on your way." Um, so anyway, so the mayor, or you give them a ticket, or you give them the citation, let, let them go on, and way. let them go on their way. So I guess the mayor of Tampa uh, put pressure on this police chief to resign. So she wound up resigning, and part of it, and I I do understand this point, was that the public trust. In her now has been compromised because now there's a video on the internet of her doing yeah, it, yeah, and so it. so I get it as a police chief. The other part of me, man, though, goes: Aren't there certain perks that come with certain jobs and time and place? Like, I don't know, man. Is it, like she she wasn't you know you didn't pull over for a DUI. You didn't. She wasn't drunk. She wasn't committing like an actual crime. This is a hey, you don't have a tag on a golf cart. Like, I get that she shouldn't have been as clumsy in the whole like, hey, I'm the police chief, and you know, like it was clear what she was trying to do. But isn't that kind of the point of having a job like this? Like, if yeah. you're great at every other aspect of your job, shouldn't you reap some sort of benefits of like the hookup of the whole thing? Is like, yeah, I mean, I think you should. And I can go two ways with this, man. First of all. Why would you even say you were the police chief? Like, fuck it. Just let them give you whatever ticket. And then get them the wave and later. And then just, yeah. And then and then take care of it later. But then to your point, if you are the police chief, I, I guess I guess morally you go, I guess morally you're held to higher standards. Yes. And I do get that part. But to your point. Yeah, you should get a you should get a hookup, goddammit. You and I, I, I firmly believe <laughs> Is the believe police chief an elected um Ooh, no. I don't think they're not. S- ooh, they're not, right? Tampa. I don't think so. No, no, I think you get a point there. Sheriffs. Yeah, yeah. Sheriffs, Sheriffs are, elected. are, yes. Okay, okay. I don't think the police chief is. No, I, think I think you have to think earn that right. position. And so while I understand the whole idea that you're compromised in the public, but oh, because he uses and I'd like to think that as adults we can all and and of course, there's going to be people who don't agree with this, but like, I think that you have to weigh the circumstance and the quote unquote crime or the situation with what she did. Like, if it was like some she robbed the liquor store, you know, whatever. If it was something big, I'd be like, all right, nah. You get pulled over for not having a tag on a golf cart. It's like, okay, maybe she should have been smarter than to say it on camera, especially. Right. But also, if the camera's not there. And the cameras are there now because we have such little trust in law enforcement, right? Right now, so it's like every interaction is recorded. Yep. If the camera's not there, this happens anyway. She skates, she goes on by, and nobody ever knows about it, and she's okay. And it's fine. And it's fine. And so it's like, is, does this become one of those things where like that camera actually hurt her? Or, I don't know. Like I'm not bothered by the situation. I think I think if that's the police chief in my town, like 
and and I'm being completely biased, and I'm not, and I'm removing sort of political affiliations on it. Like you said, some some of these positions are elected. I don't fucking care. Like unless you're a terrible police chief, it's like no nah, man, you should probably get away with a with a jaywalking every once in a while. With a you know, it's like I think that you know what I I, I can't fault the mayor for for doing what he did just because. It's because it was caught on camera. It's not because of what she did. It's because it was caught on camera. Thousand percent. And then when you go, yo, if we don't do something to you, somebody else gets pulled over for the same thing, and then they get ticketed or or worse, then yeah, like you you have to. Unfortunately, in that position and a business like that, you are held to a higher moral ground. Yeah, you have to. You know, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, it's like, yeah, you have to sort Unfortunately. of. Unfortunately. Like, and I wonder, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, and I was telling you that, like, when you're watching the video, she, she look a little, like, she might have had a little something, something to right. drink. I wonder if that's her preventing it from getting further. It's like, hey, I'm this. And now uh, he's not questioning anything. And now he's not doing sobriety tests or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. Because to me. Makes sense. To your point, I would, I would just let it go. And then I'd get the citation. A. If what it's less than a hundred bucks on the police chief, I'm probably financially I'm okay. I can afford but that. But what if he brings her out and does a sobriety test and and it's, and it's on camera? And it's is on, that is that worse? Oh yeah, it's way worse. That's what I'm right? saying. Yeah, yeah, it's way worse. So, so like yeah, yeah now that she, I'm thinking, maybe maybe she was in a, like a damned if I do, damned if I don't. And, and it's funny because she asked like, hey, she literally before she even says anything, she goes, "Are you recording right now?" And he goes, "Yeah," and she goes. And it's like she can't help herself. She's like, I'm actually the police chief. And she's trying to like almost tiptoe around it. Like, right, hey, I'm actually. Right. She, cause she, she's not an asshole. She's never like, hey, I'm the police chief. Yo, shouldn't he know? You would think. Right? I mean, right? Yeah, I would think. Shouldn't you know? And I don't know. Maybe he's not in her jurisdiction. Maybe he's in like one of the sub. You know what I mean? Like, like here, like in Orlando, we have a we have Windermere and we have Belle Isle and we have still, all bro, still. But we would like, know who the sheriff is. In yeah, Orlando, and, right? I, and 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 especially in. Um, I don't want to compare the police force to the military, but when I was in the military, like you knew, you know, like who the, who the I like, command, like yeah, like I knew who the you know, even maybe I hadn't met the guy, but I knew who the who the commanding officer was. So of if my, of so, my so, unit. so the if the um like the when you live on base, they have the police, whatever, what's it called, like the military, the military police, police, um, and they pulled over the commander. They know who he is. They know who he is. They probably would, right. they probably be like, "Yo, let's get you home." And then I would hope. Yeah, but I don't know. But I would I would hope. I know that the military takes takes like stuff like DUIs and stuff like that very seriously. Really? Yeah, they really like like like, like if you are in and if you get um, a DUI, ends your career. Really? Yeah. So like if you are if if you're in, they won't kick you out, but they'll say you cannot reenlist. Or at least, at least that's the way it was. I would imagine it's it's still the same. Yeah, and I don't want to minimize the DUI. It just it just caught me off guard that like it. No, especially the fact that career the Marine Corps was founded in Tun Tavern, which is a yeah, bar in a bar. Yeah, in a bar. Yeah, I feel like you associate <laughs> military with drinking. Like all, at least I do. <laughs> I'm like, all right, how many drinks? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I don't know, man. I I feel like there's certain positions that you hold in life. And a, a police chief is one of them where I go, I should be able to sort of get away with certain things. It does suck that this is on camera. Um, and I feel like that's the only reason you have to make this decision. Because if we hear about this, it's different than if you see it. Right. Like, 
Um, and even when I saw the video, I wasn't bothered by it one bit. And I know that I'm probably in the minority in that, but I'm even watching the video and seeing her reaction. I'm going, yeah, man, you probably deserve that. If you're the police chief, like you should get a favor or two. You know, it's like, it's like, you know how people put the, 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 the police sticker on their car and you get pulled over and yeah. they always give you the little break. I'm like, that's kind of, she has the, you know, the, the steroided version of that. It's like, I yeah. got a badge. Like, uh, cause I'd imagine regular cops do that too. Hey, I'm actually, you know, Lieutenant so-and-so or Sergeant so-and-so or whatever. Like, Dude, I got, um, friend, friend of the show, family of mine. I w- he will go nameless. <laughs> um, but he's in law enforcement. He one time got pulled over and he was actually rushing to the hospital for, um, I believe it was the birth of his child. Oh, wow. And was outside of his jurisdiction. Gets pulled over, shows his badge, tells him why he's, why he's speeding and where he's going. Still gave his ass a ticket. Yeah. Yep. They probably knew who he was. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of notorious take in these that, parts. Take that how you want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's only a handful of people who are going to get that. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. They still they gave still him? They still gave him a ticket, man. Wow. And I was like, wow, man. That's supposed to be like, I would think that, that being a police officer, it's almost like a brotherhood. Yeah. I, I would think. But maybe... You know, maybe it's like, you know, red team, blue team. Yeah, and I realize that this is also coming from me, right, who was like, uh, you know, during the whole, um, you know, Blue Lives Matter thing and versus the Black Lives Matter movement and you had sort of the blue wall and all that. I was critical of cops, but like... I do think that there's certain things that they should be able to get away with. And, and and I certainly feel like if you're a police chief, you had to do a lot probably to get there and you had to serve a long time and you had to do like, eh, I'm going to let this go. Like, yeah. you're not asking for a murder. You're not asking for a robbery. You're not like, it was literally like, a, yeah, I'm driving a golf cart. Yeah. With no, a tag. Like, you're I, right, man. I feel like time, place, circumstance, all that stuff should be taken into account. And you're right. Maybe we should hold them to a higher standard. I just feel like you're sort of, I look at this the same way I'm sort of looking at politics where like you're sort of deterring smart people from wanting to take these roles because it's like, okay, what am I getting out of this? Right. Like at some point. Besides a higher right, paycheck. Right. It's like, yeah. And I get like, oh, I don't want, I want to get away with being able to break the law. It's not that. It's just the, there should be perks that come with certain things that are harmless. And I feel like this is one of those things that was harmless. Yeah. But no, I hear that. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you, um, did you see those, uh, those thieves in uh, in L.A. when they ransacked the Apple store. Dude, what the fuck? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw the video and they were so nonchalant <laughs> about it. Like They're just walking around shoving stuff in the back yep. and just grabbing phone after phone after phone. If you guys have not seen this, there is there was an L, there was a, a an Apple store in L.A. that a couple like I mean, just based on their stature, looked like teenagers mm-hmm. or, or maybe young adults. Yeah, um, for sure. They, and their faces covered. They got hoodies on, and they go in an Apple store and they just start taking shit. You know, Apple store. If you've ever been in an Apple store, all of their devices, their phones, their laptops, tablets—they're all on display for you to kind of walk around and interact with. And these guys are going through and they're ripping them out of the out of their little uh, I don't know whatever they you go to cell phone store and have like the little rope or whatever. Little, yeah, yeah. Little, they're literally just yanking them and just just yanking them out. The Apple employees are essentially moving everybody away from them and just going, let them take it. Let them take it, right? 
And so no one is in the store that can stop them. And yeah. these guys are just taking stuff, putting them in bags, putting them in their pockets. When I saw that, I mean, I, I, I was just like, man, that, you know, that sucks. But then I was like, aren't all of those Apple devices trackable? Yeah. And maybe that's why they don't care. And maybe that is why they don't care. But also, I just think insurance pays for it, so they also don't care because That's of that. That's probably another thing. Yeah. Probably insurance. Yeah, insurance will pay for trackable. it. They're trackable. And I think the iPhones have like a, a, a something on there where they can just go shut it down. Yeah, you just break like them. forever. Yeah, I think they break. They call them bricks. You just brick them, and they're useless. They're paperless. And they're useless. Yeah. And and again, the smarter thieves or the right thieves, uh, the, the, tech, the, the, the guys who are technically savvy, will figure out a way around that. Um, or maybe these guys can sell to people who, who figure out the way around oh, that. Makes sense, makes sense. So th- that's probably what they do, especially I'm going to assume if you're going to go in there, you've thought that through. But you're right. Yeah, you could. That's probably a bad assumption. You bro. could. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very true. <laughs> but a lot, I know a lot of people who will, like, they know their way around that and they'll just resell them. And they, but you, you're right. They're probably, these guys probably didn't think that through and they just thought take a bunch. I think you, A, if you're an employee, why am I going to stop you, bro? Yep. And, B, knowing what I know about just how companies are run, insurance is going to pay for that. So just let them take it. Like, why would I risk myself as no, no, no? I didn't. I didn't blame the Apple employees. What I did think about though was, let's just say that's happening, and then for whatever reason, um, police officers are in the area, they get called, and then one of these guys gets shot. Oh my god! I could just like, I could see the. You know the the picture from sixth grade being posted on the news of just like this kid, and it was like, oh, he was a nice kid hmm, trying to pay for college, right? And it's just like, you know, when you go out and you do shit like that, and then something happens to you where you get your ass beat, or you get shot, or you get, you know, the worst thing, right, where you get killed, you can't expect anything different than that. You have to go into a situation like that going, I might die for these products that I'm about to yank out of the store. And I don't think anybody thinks it that far ahead or that seriously, right? Like, yeah. Man, I think about, I did some pretty stupid shit in my teens. Yeah. Out of boredom like that. And then just because we thought it was funny. And if I think about those scenarios now, they all could have ended in us getting killed. In us in jail, obviously, you know, all this stuff. And uh, not once did those things cross my mind at the time. Wow. Not man. once. Dude, I was one of those kids, man, where I was, I, I don't know, maybe I was just like uber careful. And I was a dude that was like, and not, not that I didn't do dumb shit, but there was a limit for me. Yeah. That I would be like, nah, like, like we cool. Like if me, like if we hanging out and you do something that, that, that that's kind of like over the border for me, I'm going yeah, man, just hit me up when you finished. Okay. Like, nah, like I'm not going. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm wondering, fuck, man. I, I'm not. I'm because I have stories in my mind right now, and I don't know that I could say any of them online. If it was just me, I don't give a fuck. But there's like people that are involved. Right, that's right. Like right. this will pop up, and they'll be like, "Oh, it was you guys." <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell you off air. But <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely some stories in there where I'm like, yeah, that could have ended bad. That could ended bad. And at the time. Didn't think about it Just at all. Just think about it. No. And and we Is it like the in- invincibility that you feel when you're at that age? Or is it just I think you, we just think it's harmless fun because the idea wasn't to hurt other people. The idea was sort of like um, you know, like if you're stealing things, you're like, 
who are you hurting? But then I think about sort of that and to your point, like what if there's a cop nearby? What if there's a, you know, some of them involved us like running in cars, like on okay. the, on a busy road and we're speeding and we're, you know, it's like shit like that where you're just like, that could have ended pretty badly. Um, and at the end of the day, it was literally all for fun. Like it, there was no, no like, like real ill no, intent. we didn't need the money. We didn't need the, like the, the I, like all of it was just boredom. Like all of it. You're and not you're not giving me high hopes for some my teenage of it, sons. Oh no, man! Some of it was harmless, bro. I'll tell you right now. Fuck, man! We, <laughs> we the shit that we used to do, man. What? Oh my god, man! Uh, I, I, this one I could say because, bro, we used to take people's mailboxes and like move them. Um, but like the mailboxes that had numbers on them. So like we would we would go down the street and how then, do you move them? Well, we would literally rip them out of the ground or take shovels and move them, and then we would swap them so that the addresses what were different. What time and shit. is this? Oh, it's like the middle of the night, bro. It's like one in the morning. And you guys out there with shovels? Yeah, it's hilarious. Like literally digging out mailboxes. Some of them you'd be shocked. Some people don't think that shit through, and you can literally just if you pull hard enough, yeah. you can pull the mailboxes out of the ground. Um, and we would swap them because different addresses and stuff. And again, we again we thought it was harmless fun, yeah. or stupid, or shit like that. Um, some of it was we would take. Can you go to jail because I know that taking someone's mail is it's a, a federal, is a federal offense. offense. Yeah. Is the mailbox a federal? Probably I think not, bro. So. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably but the not. other one, bro, I'll tell you now. Like this one, I could probably say. Well, I will say uh, we would. There were certain cars that we knew we could start very easily. They were easy to steal. Uh, and you know me, I'm a car guy, so I kind of knew we would take cars and we wouldn't steal them. But we, uh, I guess we would. But we would move them bar- from oh. from one driveway to like the one next door, just because we thought it was funny. So we would like move it from this person's driveway to the driveway next door because we knew we could start the car without right, fucking right. it up. And then like I would move it to the one next door and I would do that down the whole block to every car that I knew I could start easily and we would just move them. And then it would just be funny. So the next day watch people coming out of their house. Looking so at would their you car. guys camp out? And yeah, watch. of course, it's funnier. That I was way. gonna say, yeah, you have that's to, the like, whole to, fun right. of it. Yeah, yeah, you would watch people come out of their house, where are you and look at their out? cars. So, like, if you do, let's just say you do one street. Yeah, where are you are you doing it on a street where like one of your friends lives? So uh, you can... Yeah, we all lived. In the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I was sitting in my driveway, it was in your fucking neighbors, watching bro. my neighbors go. <laughs> where the fuck is my car? And. <laughs> Listen, man. And then, you go, and then you go over and cut his grass the next day. Yeah. I mean, it was like that. <laughs> like, we were literally... And to us, it was like we weren't hurting people. It was kind of harmless. Like, we didn't damage their cars. We didn't... You know, like... And so I think that's how we justified it to ourselves. It doesn't make it any better. But think about, like, if, if a cop pulls up at that moment in time, if, if right. something... You know, like, there's so much shit that could have went Dude, wrong, somebody man. comes out and comes out blasting. Dude, somebody comes out blasting from their yeah, house. Like, hey, they, they catch you. You know, like, today, somebody catches you on their camera... And all they know is you're trying to take their car, yeah. right? And I'm pulling out of their driveway with their car, and they don't know that I'm just going to put it in the driveway next door because right. I think it's funny. Like, it doesn't make it funny, but I think it's funny at the yep. time. Yep. But they might start blasting. Like, it, dude, shit like that where I'm like, it could have ended so horribly wrong. I didn't think about that at all. I just thought it was hilarious. I didn't think, of, I didn't think about getting shot at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> or going to jail at all. Like that's fucking, and in fact, I I it became obsessive with like what other cars could I start without damaging, (laughs) because I didn't want to. This is this is me. I didn't want to break your car, 
I wanted to figure out how could I start your car in a way that keeps it intact without having the key. And sort of became this obsession. And then how were you getting into the car? That was the thing is you had to do the research on every car was different. Some cars, all you needed was a flathead screwdriver, right? Some cars, all you need, you know, some tweezers and, you know, some wire. And, you know, it was just like. Growing up with the different. fucking internet, bro. Yeah, man. It was, it was just so different. And this is like pre, this is like right when like maybe iPods are coming out. So we didn't have, we had the internet and some of it was definitely found online, yep. but it wasn't as, like I didn't have a cell phone where I'm like Googling stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and some of it, believe it or not, bro, AutoZone, looking at, you know, remember when, uh, maybe they still do, but like AutoZone or like this kind of auto parts, you oh, sell you books. a manual of the book the, for each car. What the fuck is it called? <sighs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it was like literally it the manual. You fix it showed you how to fix everything. Yes. Well, we would look and we would look at how the ignition systems were put together. And then from that, I knew what I could do to sort of, oh, I know that works this way. And I knew exactly what I needed to do to start oh, that car. Shit. But yeah, anyway, watch shit. Like it, it, but again, all of it to me was harmless fun. And so maybe to these guys... Again, these guys didn't take out weapons or anything like that. Like, I saw them maybe using a... I did not see weapons yeah, I, I, in, in the video. And so anyway. maybe they're thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to take a bunch of this stuff. Like, But it is ballsy in an Apple store because it's packed and it's in the middle of the day. Right. So they're not sneaking. They're not sneaking. Like, they're yeah, my shit was there, all like, sneak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's nuts, dude. Bro. It's wild. Switch gears. Switch gears, man. Um, you see your boy, Aaron Judge? <sighs> For those of you who have not seen, New York Yankees have signed Aaron Judge, who just broke uh, Roger Maris's home run record for for the Yankees um, last American year. American League too was it American League as yeah, well. Yeah, American League and Yankee. Okay, signs a nine year, three hundred and sixty million dollar contract with the Yankees. Which, by the way, did you see the Giants? had an offer on the table for the 360. So the, the San Francisco Giants. Okay. Right? So Yankees had offered them eight years, 300. Mm-hmm. And then the Giants, I don't know what the what the year term was, but they but it was a 360 was the number. So the, the Yankees matched I wonder it if it was 10 or with, not, and the Yankees match it. You have to, I guess, at that point, if you're the Yankees, if it's the difference I between. I guess, them. man. I guess. What I find interesting about the story was, well, first of all, I didn't think George's judge was coming back. Me neither. I was adamant that he wasn't coming back, man. I would have bet money Dude, that he wasn't coming back. Yeah. All of the, the, uh, the interviews that he had throughout the year, it, or, or towards the end of the season, I should say. You know, he was very, he seemed very grateful about his time of being at, of being a Yankee, but didn't, but never seemed adamant that he wanted to come back. Yeah. Yeah. He, every, I felt like it, all his conversations were very reflective. Right. Uh, right. It was like, I'm great. I was grateful to wear the pinstripes and da da da. And, uh, and that's why I swore I'm like, oh, he's not coming back. He doesn't like it. I, and that's what I thought. I'm like, personally, and listen, this shit ain't for everybody. There's, um, there's all kind of rules and shit. Yeah, man. and there's a pressure that comes with playing. Listen, every sport has a, I guess what you would call a flagship franchise. And like it or not, the Yankees are the flagship franchise in Major League Baseball, right? You could say that the Lakers are that in the NBA. Right. Um, so, and so to me, the Yankees are the flagship franchise in, in, in baseball. And so getting to play for them is probably a dream for most people or would be the dream, especially when you go, oh, they'll match the contract that everybody else can give me too. There's something about that that I feel like he was like, I did it. I'm okay with it. 
I, if I can go make the same amount of money and go play in San yep. Francisco with less pressure, I'm gonna is go ahead and take that. Is he from California? He's from the West Coast. I think he's Arizona. Okay. So yeah, because I did. So they, but he grew up a Giants fan of San Francisco. Oh, uh, okay. Because okay. what happened was they 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 had a story out where um, about 12 years ago, he's in high school, and his high school sweetheart, which he's still with. Oh really? Um, he tells her like, "Yo, like in 10 years." I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be here and here and I'm going to be playing for the Giants. And he had his opportunity to to fulfill that. Because in this case, right, he doesn't have to sign with the Yankees. No. He could have chosen the... Yeah, yeah. This right? was completely... He chose the Yankees in this case. Yeah. Because I think he would have gotten that money from anybody. Um, I think San Francisco, and I'm pretty sure the Dodgers would have figured out a way to get him too. Yeah. But... I think San Francisco was the other big sort of suitor because yeah. he was a fan and they knew that he was a Giants fan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. You see Verlander switched to? Went to the Mets, man. Went to the Mets. Dude, I saw something hilarious on Twitter that said uh, <laughs> it was like a quote from Verlander. It wasn't real, but it was like, um, yeah, I wanted to go somewhere where there was no pressure of October baseball. <laughs> 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 but bro, really quick on on the uh, Aaron Judge deal, yeah. that's seven hundred and seventy k per week. In case you're wondering, his three hundred and sixty mil is that right? And bro? Uh, yeah, man. And hold on, seven almost eight hundred thousand a week. A week his salary, and wow. it, based on how they pay it out yeah, in yeah, yeah. Major League Baseball, and also the Yankees uh, top three, and that's uh, Aaron Judge, John uh, Carlos Stanton. And Garrett Cole mm-hmm. make one point oh three oh no one point oh one billion dollars. That's their contract. Their their what their contract their lifetime wow. value of their contracts. That's more than the Marlins are worth. <laughs> Not the Marlins salary. <laughs> than the entire franchise. franchise. The entire Marlins franchise is worth nine hundred and ninety million dollars. The Yankees, the contracts for these three players are one point oh one billion. Did um Sheesh. did Jeter pull out of that? Uh, you know, that's a good question. He resigned as the, like, whatever VP of baseball ops or whatever, but I'm guessing he's still an owner or part owner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, an investor. Um, I I wouldn't be, I've always thought Jeter was going to end up being like a part thing of the Yankees or something at some point in time. I'll go work for that office. I I don't know if he, I don't know if he's allowed to, or if he gives up his ownership stake in the Marlins or whatever that is, or yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I saw that and I was like, man, that's crazy. I'm glad I was wrong. I thought. Uh, he would totally not sign at all. So I, I was shocked. Yeah, so was I. So was I, man. But, but good for them for yeah. locking him in. Absolutely, man. That that guy is, uh, um, you know, legend. And I think now becomes the. Oh, he's the, he's gonna be the captain, I believe. Yeah, and, right? But like, then now, you know, Yankee fans and I know people were knocking Yankee fans during the whole thing because they were booing him and shit during the playoffs and doing all that stuff, and it's like. Don't give a fuck about regular yeah. season. Thing. Better perform, bitch. Yeah, you better perform, and you better perform in the playoffs. And I think that's what you know. You're talking about Jeter. That's what separates Jeters from the A Rods and you know, like the Shiras and all these guys who who wore pinstripes. It's like those guys won titles. They won their one ring there. But and, and A Rod statistically had a better career than Jeter and right. all that. But in in a Yankee uniform, man, it's like what do you do in big moments when it matters? And that's October and you know maybe November. 
And Jeter was a legend was and guy, built dude. his mystique in those situations. Like, there's nobody better in those moments. And that's all fucking Yankee fans care about because all they care about are titles. And so I get it. Um, and I think that, and that's part of the reason why I thought he wouldn't resign. There's a pressure that comes of doing that, that it's like you could have the historic season that he had and you're going to get booed if you don't do that shit in October. <laughs> and I don't, it's not that I agree or disagree. It's just that that's what comes with playing for the flagship franchise in a sport that you know individual records don't matter it's like where's the ring so do you think that this big contract and the fact that he broke the record now puts more pressure or does he go i got my money i'm good to go i can relax and just play i don't think so i think until you get a ring as a yankee you can't relax and even then, I would say you have to compete for a ring every year and you can't relax. Like, because it's for the it, next nine New, years. Yeah, bro. New York. And again, this is why I thought you should have went to leave. San Fran. should have went to San Fran. <laughs> Dude, it's not for everybody, man, because I think it's such a what have you done for me lately. Yeah. Dude, yeah you can yeah. go play for, you know, the Phillies and you could win your one and then you could ride out eight years and you're fine. Yankee fans don't give a fuck because the ex- especially this generation like me, I'm spoiled, man. Oh I grew up God. in a generation where we won five, you know, titles or whatever. It's like it's titles or bust. Like we don't give a fuck about what you. I don't care how many home runs you hit. I don't care how many hits you get in your career. I don't care if you don't win a title and then you're not in contention for one every year. It's pointless. Like it's just it, it's just pointless. And so like. I think that's a different pressure. And to your point, it's not for everybody, man. No, man. I want. I wonder if he takes that into account. You no, have to, you... right? That's stressful, like you said. You imagine going to work every day, and it's like the the result is a hundred percent or zero, right? Right, and then you get booed, or your people are like, "Can you go out to dinner?" And people are like, "Hey, fuck you, judge!" You, you know, like struck out five times this week, really? And you, because you know, New Yorkers don't give a shit, right? Man. And especially when you make that kind of money, yeah. Yeah, we're paying you, you know, whatever, yeah. 50 mil a year, whatever you overrated. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. And and we'll and it's funny, man, New York fans will prop you up and they'll bring you they'll down. They'll bring you down, yeah. All in the same thing, man. And so and that's why I thought I like that shit is not for everybody. I used to think, why wouldn't you want to go play? You know, why wouldn't you want to be a Yankee? Why are you a pitcher? Right. But when you go, I can make 360 here over nine years, or I can make 360 in San Fran. And if I never win a title there, those people don't give a fuck. Like, the, the, I'm going to get softball questions from reporters. I'm not going to get the pressure. I can go grocery shopping and nobody's going to put that pressure. That's and even true, if I win man. one, even if I win one, I'm a legend in that yep. city. It, as a Yankee in nine years, if you win one, we're going to be upset. That's a loss. Like, you got to win four or five. You know, like, it's it's unrealistic, but it's like, it's like the expectation of if you don't match with like Jeter did and the Posadas and the Marianos and all that stuff, like in this generation, we're going to go, yeah, you're fucking useless, bro. Like, and it's not fair to them. That's fun. But it is the pressure that comes with playing, I think. Yeah, you know, no, you're if right. If you don't want bro. that, go play for the Mets. Like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Get to, get to the playoffs. You're get a legend. To, yeah, you're a legend in the playoffs, man. But yeah, the Yankees, no way, man. Yeah, man. How we doing on time, bro? Dude, we're hour ten in. This oh shit! shit. All right, come on. Give, uh, give me something. Give me something to close us off. Let's see what we got. We got something funny. I'm trying to think of uh uh uh. Oh, bro. Fuck, man. Do I? This might lead us down a rabbit hole. That nah. Fuck How, it. I'm doing it. All right, go. all right. So a a uh, uh, mom is under fire because she took her son uh, to a restaurant for his birthday, and okay. people are pissed off. Um, so she took her five year old son, 
uh, to Hooters for his fifth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what my 15-year-old wants to do. <laughs> and I would say this is very impactful for this kid's uh, development and uh, his well-being for the rest of his life. <laughs> so <laughs> where do you stand on taking your kids to Hooters? <laughs> Coming from a guy whose wife just told us she doesn't want to be looked at on the street like a piece of meat. <laughs> so, yeah, what do, I, I don't know. What do you think? So his mom took him. His mom took so him. So you would, so I would think that if if maybe if, you like the food. If your mom if your mom takes you, then I don't know, man. And how old is this kid? He's five. And, oh, and the Hooters girls no, come out man, and no sing happy cares, birthday man. to him. And they're wilding out. And the mom's posted. The mom's the one who posted the video. She's like, look at him. He's happy. All the Hooters girls are around the table. He's ecstatic. That's where he picked to go. Yep. Um, I don't know why he picked to go yeah, there. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. That's the better question. Yeah. Why did he pick to go there? But at, at five years old, bro, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. Like, this is not. This is, this is like a non-story, bro. I, I don't. A, I don't know why he and he could have picked there for many reasons. Right? He could have he could have heard about it. He could have heard somebody, some family member talking about it, or several members of the family talking about it. And then he's just like, oh, like I want I want to go. Maybe he's seen commercials. Maybe he's seen the commercials with pretty girls. But even at I do at five, like you do you even think girls are pretty? Like I I don't know. I don't remember. That's like kindergarten. Yeah, you could have like crushes, but I think you're right. not. Yeah, you're not that invested yeah like i'm not i'm not looking at adults and Plus, going like their their mascot is an owl that's cute to a five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like who <laughs> bring me <laughs> yeah i i thought yeah man there were so many places to go with this because it's like okay as a five-year-old and you pick it you don't know why he picked it right um you could have saw a commercial and be like oh that shit looks cool yeah he, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe he went to it before and he thought like, oh, this is awesome. Can we go back? Or, you know, whatever. Like, Oh, he heard somebody in the family talking about it. Or somebody in the family it. talking like, about like, it or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. The, I just thought it was, what do you call these, the restaurants? There's so many, like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different. The restaurants. <laughs> There's so many of these types of, like, restaurants where it's like, uh, you know, you get, like, scantily clad women or whatever serving you and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I I don't know, man. Like, I'm on the fence with this because a five year old doesn't really know, right? If he's 15, and they're like, oh, he wanted to do that, Different. and even then, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's not having a problem with it. It's just that what is you, you can you can at least make a make a better guess on what the motive is, right? Fifteen right. year old, you exactly. going exactly. He's going to look at chicks. Yes, five year five year old. No, nah. no, nah, he wants to see the owl, like. Or he saw something that just, it looked fun. Yeah, and I saw another story, same thing. Like a dad took his son, like I think his son was 10. He took him to Hooters for like a good report card or whatever. And people were giving him shit. And it's like. At the end of the day, I mean, it is a restaurant. and Yeah, right. There's there's not an age limit. Right. And you can go there. And, you know, like anybody can go there. You can go there as a family or whatever and have a meal. So like, I I don't don't have a problem with it. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And then then are, are you. Like, are you shunning it because you just don't like scantily clad women serving food? 
And or, aren't you part of the problem if you're objectifying them? Right? Like, the people who have an issue with this, it's like, well, then aren't you going there and making that a big deal? You're the one objectifying them. Is Aren't you contributing to that? Like, if your beef is like, oh, I don't want my kid to go somewhere where they're objectifying women, then don't. They're wearing shorts and they're wearing, like, a, a tube top, like, or whatever, right. a, a crop top. Like, like, isn't that your job then to, like, go, hey, people... Like the flip side of this is like then you can tout the whole like people should be free to wear whatever they want and work wherever they want and do this stuff like it's kind of like hypocritical I think in the sense of where you go like oh it objectifies women well it only does if you make it that way like for this five year old because five year old doesn't know that you're objectifying women this five year old knows that yeah yeah it's, it's like no I, I think I'm I, I'm good with I'm good with the five year old listen I'm good with anybody anybody want to fucking go over there and like knock yourself out man you know what the 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 women that work there are trying to make a living yep um. If if you don't yeah no ag- one's a hostage there yeah right if you don't agree with it you don't have to support it and and eventually right if no one supports it then that business model goes out of business oh yeah but clearly there's a market for it and um, either support it or don't yeah they wouldn't be around and um, with that being said uh, Indonesia banned sex outside of marriage in their country. Uh, this week you can do that. So I, I, I guess you can. So like, in like Indonesia, you can get arrested. Oh yeah, you can do jail time for. <laughs> and now, so they used to ban adultery, and now Indonesia is saying that if you have sex outside of marriage, it's punishable for up to one year in jail for having sex outside of marriage. Which I thought, as a tourist, I'm never fucking going to Indonesia. <laughs> But I know where I'm sending my daughter for abroad studies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and on that, tell them where they can find us. Yo, if you guys aren't already following us, at the Carbon Food Podcast on IG, the Carbon Food Podcast on YouTube, uh, at Carbon, uh, oof, what, so F P. A pod on Twitter. I got to get that right, man. Because uh, the Twitter one, we, we couldn't get Carbon Food Podcast. It was too long. Um, Carbon Food Podcast on TikTok and all your favorite streaming platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Joe Savin, Amazon Music. We're on all of it, man. So make sure you guys go on there, like, subscribe, hit us up, talk shit. You know, we, we love it. Give us some recommendations for drinks. Uh, give us some stories that made an impact in your life. Whatever you guys feel like dropping in there, man, just just hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, we appreciate you guys. Um, definitely try this drink. Those of you who like bourbon, Wands Old Fashioned is on point. Pull up. We'll make some. <laughs> and we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.